Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him as a comedian and one of the hosts of the amazing Airbuds podcast. It is Peter Moses. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank here. you so much. Oh, man. Here. I could just listen to your theme song for the next hour, <laughs> and that would be fine with me. So good. It's just like lifts you up. Really does. Is it a, I guess I could probably make it a ringtone. Oh, you could. I would love that. Do people use it as a ringtone? Have you ever heard it? I've never heard anyone doing that, Man, but you guys have our permission. Okay. <laughs> From now on, everyone should. Listen. I feel like I'm going to make it as a ringtone. People are going to be like, I'm sorry. Can you tell me where that amazing music is coming from? Do you remember when ringtones were like being sold and it was like a big business? Crazy Frog. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. (laughs) 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 And you had to pay 99 cents for the pleasure of having that as your ringtone. The pleasure, yes, of... Oh my god! Those commercials were always like always on MTV. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, everywhere. I want to know what how someone's ringtone fortune is doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it run dry? It's probably run dry. What I if, don't know, but I mean, should we get back into it? What if they were really smart and they were like, "Okay, I made all of this ringtone money, and now I'm going to invest in Apple." Like right before the iPhone right came out. <laughs> The worst part, okay, the worst thing about ringtones is actually the ringbacks. Did you guys ever have yes. those? So I had it on Verizon and I had to play like the 30 Rock theme or something. And then when you stopped paying for it, it just became that classical music. Yeah. My God. Fuck that classical music. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just remember calling someone and their, their ringback tone was with arms wide open. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing funnier than that, honestly. That's amazing. I I had a dream last night about the dude from Creed. What? I saw him. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm even bringing this This up. This is weird. No, I'm excited to hear it. And he was really overweight. Oh. But I was like, I'm still into this. And he was singing. He was singing? Yeah, he was singing. I was at a concert of his. Oh. Scott Stapp, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Is he overweight? How's he looking? I, no, I, don't, I, have I have no, no idea. idea. Just in my dream, he was very obese. I wow. can't really remember his face at all. I can't either. He Keep just Googling looks like it. all of the other ones. He, he, You'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, he looks like a normal yeah. 50-something guy. He kind of looks like a dad. Yeah. He's like, he looks like my dad. That's what my dad... That's he's, your dad? He's my dad. He's Scott Stav is your dad. <laughs> oh I, did I forget Let's to tell you? Go there. <laughs> He looks like a mix between Johnny Bravo and my dad. Oh. Um, I, you know how some people are like, oh, I hate hearing people's dreams. I love really? hearing people's I dreams. I hate hearing people's oh. dreams. Oh my gosh. If you ever have a weird dream, please call me at any just time of day. Have my wife speak directly into a voice memo that she can just send you in the morning. <laughs> Does she always she tell you? Wake up, she's like, I had the strangest dream. And I'm like, I am being respectful by not telling you about my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, that is the nicest thing I can do for you. I mean, it's just, it's like impossible to 
to like really relay a dream i think in a way that makes i mean like what you said is fine but when when people go on and on and they're like and like, then this happened then i changed this right it's like you can't capture what's actually happening when they're like and i was uh i was talking to my mom but it wasn't my mom is ellen degeneres yeah. but i like knew it was my mom <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff yeah exactly like, my biggest question is just like what do you want from me mm-hmm. like what like okay like i'm happy for you that you like you could have just written this down when you got up yeah. and it would have helped you more right for both of us but the, i think the reason why i like to hear it is because i'm like what fucked up shit is happening in your head you freak yeah listen for some reason last night i was dreaming of a really fat scott staff wow yeah well listen well, here we are and hey if he was still out there singing i mean good for him good for him I'm glad he's doing what he loves yeah. still <laughs> yeah, in your dream. Even in that context. Um, so you're a Cavs fan. I Peter. am. I'm a Cavs fan. Lots um, of Cavs drama recently. Lot, yeah. lot, lot, lot of Cavs drama. We do have to get into it. But first I want to say that um, at the Podstar Weekend show. Yes, we you get- guys were great on Podstar Weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much. You were great. You were great. Everyone listening should listen to your top five conference cuties on the live show that we just put out this last week which oh, you yeah. can go find at podstarweekend.com or just on any on podcast the air, yeah it's on your feed right it's on our feed yeah. and then we also just kind of posted it on podstarweekend.com cool well so we um we had a great time we loved it um and we gave out valentines and we were really excited to um write stupid puns on them they were great and um one of them that gabe came up with um that didn't have a home because there were no Cavs players was nice Cavs. <laughs> oh, I think I want to make it so funny because I told someone I was a Cavs fan and they don't know anything about basketball. And they're like, Cavs? <laughs> Cavs fans? And I think a shirt that is like a Cleveland Cavs and it's just like an arrow pointing to like underneath a knee. Nice Cavs. Yeah. yeah. Nice Cavs. I mean, nice calves. it cracked us all up and um, <laughs> it's on our document for today and it cracked Hell me yeah. up when I saw it again. Um, so how are your Cavs doing? They are not doing great. Oh, not so nice Cavs. <laughs> I would describe the Cavs as every day that goes by, it's more and more impressive that LeBron won a championship for the Cavs organization. I feel like most organizations start at the top mm-hmm. and then go down. And Dan Gilbert has proven to be not a very good owner. Mm-hmm. He's had, he's never given a GM a second contract. Mm-hmm. He's had eight coaches in his tenure or something like that. So they're just kind of like a model of dysfunction. This is at the all owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you explain the recent drama? So they, so he's from Michigan, the owner. He's from Detroit. He's like, He's kind of like uh, Biff from Back to the Future 2 to both Detroit and Cleveland, where he's just bought up a ton of real estate. Oh like God. he owns the casino in downtown Cleveland. He owns like the Ritz Carlton. He's like just got a bunch of real estate. And he is always trying to hire Michigan people mm-hmm. with the Cavs. Uh, Michigan, he's a Michigan State dude, but he hired the University of Michigan coach, Jim Bayline, who was a very successful NCAA coach for a really long time. He was successful with the West the University of West Virginia mm-hmm. or West Virginia University. Took them to a Final Four, and then he had been amazing with the Michigan Wolverines for the last ten years. And to be a successful college coach and not get like the number one players who are going to like one and done it, like mm-hmm. all the people who go to Duke, is pretty impressive. So it seemed like oh, this seems like a logical fit. You've got a young team. You've got 
our backcourt, which I refer to as I'm not the only one, but as Sexland. Okay. Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Um, I like they, that. Listen, they are two uh they are two cuties, I will say. They are a little young for me to be calling them cuties. Darius Garland is a rookie, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit, so I want to be very clear that they're over 18. Um Darius Garland is played four, four or five games at Vanderbilt. But what were you saying about him? He's he's the he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. yeah. We took him fourth overall. Um, and he's been showing some flashes, but we also have Colin Sexton who, and they're kind of like both undersized guards. So people are like, well, the model's like Dame and CJ, but Mm -hmm. the problem with Dame and CJ is that they're both small guards. Right. Um, and Beeline has apparently just been a disaster or was a disaster. Apparently he was underprepared. Like Mm -hmm. he wasn't like well-prepared to coach the team. He tried to maybe have them practice on Christmas. Like he just kind of didn't really understand how to assimilate to the NBA game. And the Cavs gave him a five-year contract for like $20 million. And then in January during a film session, he called the players a bunch of thugs. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah. And then had to have a press conference and said, no, I said slugs. (laughs) Of course what? you did, dude, because that's something people yeah, call people. I was like, <laughs> you know what? And it was one of those things where even if he was right and he completely it was he said slugs and it was misheard, like, it doesn't matter, man. You've lost. It was what? What, it, is, what is he even trying to argue that he's yelling? At well, he was, that they're slugs? well, he was actually giving them a compliment that they were playing better than what the tape showed. He was like, I was saying you're no longer like sluggish on defense. Defense. <laughs> I mean, if you just would have mispronounced defense, you probably still have a job. You know? Uh, yeah, oh my God. it sounds messy. Also, in my defense, I am <laughs> I am double fisting two white claws right yeah. now. So. I like that you're mixing lime with raspberry. It's and, a lime raspberry Ricky lime claw. Situation. Basically, I mostly I'm just finished the raspberry now, so I'm just oh, holding okay. onto the can for effect. <laughs> um, but it's been a total disaster, and. Yeah. All of this to be said, last year they kept Ty Lue on and then fired him. And uh, Larry Drew, they tried to promote him and he like didn't want to be head coach. He was like, <laughs> I do not want to be the head coach of this team. And so someone like Colin Sexton, who's not even through his second year in the league, has had four head coaches. Oh, wow. my God. So it's just total dysfunction coming from also Dan Gilbert was like obsessed with Colin Sexton. Like he was like they were going to draft him for sure. And the GM he has now is younger and people kind of think he's a bit more of a pushover. Mm. They traded for Andre Drummond for like, I have no idea why. So it is hard to, I mean, I'm so grateful that LeBron, there goes a white claw. Um, <laughs> I'm so grateful that LeBron brought that championship to Mm-hmm. my city to my family um, <laughs> to you personally to me personally yeah. <laughs> i told m- my wife that i'd already had the best day of my life but our wedding was going to be a, a very close second <laughs> oh, but man. listen seeing him win in the roost at a game seven against the warriors was just un- incredible and, I, and listen i'm very grateful and that's why when he's here i support him and I cheered for him so hard when he was in Miami. Yeah. And or against him and when he was in Miami. And when Dallas won that championship, mm-hmm. actually. That was the closest I had felt ever winning a championship. So knowing how hard it is and knowing that so many people don't get to have one, it's all it's all gravy. But following the Cavs has been <sighs> it's been tough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, so tough. he's fired and uh they lost to the Miami Heat by like six hundred points tonight. No. So, so when when 
um, Kevin Love was like yes. when he like punched the bench and stuff. Yes. Do you think he was actually mad at the coach, at the GM, just how things were being run? I think that Kevin deserves a modicum of blame in this situation because he signed a five-year contract right after LeBron left. Yeah. And I understand that someone's putting the money down right in front of you and you mm. can't say no or you shouldn't say no, but you also got to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Like, his contract was kind of untradeable the moment he signed it. He's never been on a over 500 team that didn't have LeBron James on. Right. So I understand that he has been a champion for mental health, but it did seem very immature, whiny. It felt unhealthy. Unhealthy, unattractive. It was like, there's got to be a better way. Even if you're in what was clearly a very toxic, unorganized environment, like then say that or something. Right. It's just like, dog, you're like, like all these kids are 10 years younger than you and you're, you're the one throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. I didn't like seeing that. Yeah. That was kind of the conclusion we came to was like, even if you're mad at your boss, don't take it out on your coworkers. Yeah. You know? And they did win yesterday in Washington. They came back, they played well and they all look like they're so much happier that beeline's not there. Mm. It's just unfortunate because Beeline was an amazing coach in college. I happen to be a Michigan fan. And to see him get sucked into this Cavs, this Dan Gilbert vortex of sadness, Mm -hmm. I don't think they'll probably win until he sells the team. Wow. You heard it here first. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Which which Cav would you um, kiss if you have to? Oh, man. Um, You can all-time Cavs. Well, I will say Larry Nance Jr. holds a very dear place in the Cavalier fan heart. Because it's like a legacy kiss. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, I rooted for his dad. So to root for a father and a son is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And even though he's kind of hurt most of the time and I'm always like, what position are you playing? I don't know what you're doing. That he's a, I would say he's a cutie. So I put him on that list. If we're doing just current players. Okay. You could kiss his dad too. I'd listen. I'm happy to kiss (laughs) Larry Nance Sr. Um, I'd also kiss Austin Carr, who is the, play-by-play announcer Mm. um and i kiss him because he's considered mr cavalier he was like one of their first draft picks okay and he has some of the best calls Mm -hmm. he kind of does the same i i I recommend if you ever are forcing yourself on league pass to listen to uh, to watch a Cavs game listen to the Cavs feed Mm -hmm. he was a great player at notre dame and then he had some good seasons with the Cavs and got hurt he actually taught me how to shoot free throws when I was very young. You want that mustache. I want that mustache. <laughs> I want some hair on hair kissing. <laughs> like weld them together like, like our mustaches become the piece of spaghetti yeah. from the lady in the tram. So he always says when anyone dunks, he's always like, throws the hammer down. Like every time. Always. Nice. Or whenever anyone makes a block, it's always, get that weak stuff out of here. And without fail. And so... When anyone makes a three, he's like deep in the whatever the arena mm. is. Mm. And it's great. He's and he's also becomes a really good commentator when the Cavs are sucking. Mm. And when they're winning, he's just like having the best time. And he's just kind of like rah, rah, rahing. But they recently changed the name of the uh, <laughs> the queue. It was called the Quicken Loans Arena to the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, <laughs> oh, which no. felt like a direct attack on him being like trying to figure it out. being like deep in the Rocket in the rock and mortgage in the in the field in the field it was like 
I was just like, oh, this is so not fair. Just give him a name. That's cute. Like Dan Gilbert owns Quicken Loans. Just come up with a name that yeah. is a little bit better than Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That is a mouthful. It is too much. Yeah. Um, but I love Fieldhouse. Austin Carr. Yeah. It's yeah. What? It, there's no field involved. No, not at all. It is. It's a very like Indiana kind of vibe. Uh, I'd say uh, so. The last player I would kiss, a real player on the team, probably, probably Tristan. Yeah, I I have maintained that as well. He's hot, but he's gross to me. <laughs> I understand why. Yeah. I also think he has been a Cav his entire career. Mm-hmm. He's been there for the best and the worst. And his personal life decisions aside, he always has played so hard no matter what's happening. And mm-hmm. he has kind of willed himself to be an amazing player through defense, through rebounds. And he really was a huge part of that championship run and those great teams. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I can't believe he's still a calf. It's yeah. crazy. He's like, he came in with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They were the first and fourth pick. Wow. Um, and he's going to have his uh, Jersey hung up in the rafters. Yeah. And the fact that he is like providing veteran leadership while Kevin Love is throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. Feels like a very stark contrast too. Mm-hmm. And he's a good looking guy. He should yeah. just stop having babies, I think, is the thing. Listen, that is, that's a tall order. Just get a vasectomy. You can that's get it true. reversed. You can get it reversed. We should give this advice to all NBA players. <laughs> that's so true. Get a vasectomy. Get a vasectomy. You're saving yourself so much money. Yes. And like, yeah. And yeah, you can get it reversed if you're ever ready to be a dad. Like modern vasectomies. <laughs> Devin Booker needs this. Yes. Bad. Oh my yes. gosh. He needs it so bad. You guys should find a vasectomy sponsor. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Just like some doctor in LA because they all come to LA. You're right. We'll do this. It's like Dr. Steve's yeah. vasectomies <laughs> warehouse. This episode of vasectomies. This episode of Dunktown is brought to you by Dr. Steve's Redondo Beach vasectomies. <laughs> you go to a resort. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a really nice time. It's an outpatient procedure. So Absolutely. it's not like you're in a hospital. Come on. You can I crash think, at Richard Jefferson's yeah. pad somewhere in Manhattan <laughs> Beach. I think like a lot of our listeners are not in LA, but if we get one NBA player to sign up and use code dunk town. <laughs> we'll pay for a year of this show. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. This sounds like our meal ticket. That's it. <laughs> okay. So much happens in one week of basketball. <laughs> one basketball week. Not this week though. Cause a lot of it didn't have any games. That's true. There was drama, but there, there was drama. Still, there was still drama. So we've wrapped it up in a little segment we call previously on basketball previously on the mental basketball (laughs) (laughs) nice Kyrie Irving to undergo shoulder surgery will officially miss the rest of the season Lakers wave DeMarcus Cousins Russell Westbrook feuds with Warriors gets ejected Oregon Ducks phenom Sabrina Ionescu gets her 25th triple-double with Steph Curry and daughters in attendance. Joel Embiid is the best player in the world, according to Joel Embiid. (laughs) Trey Young scores a career-high 50 points versus the Heat, gives his jersey to Quavo. Ref knocks down a huge tray of courtside concessions. (laughs) 
Okay, we gotta watch that video because it made me laugh. It is hard. It it was wild. I watched it over and over and over again. <laughs> oh man, this poor lady. Okay, first of all, uh, the first thing that happens is the fan in the front row drops the popcorn. Yeah, unprovoked. Yes, unacceptable. See it one more time. I'm so sorry, Kate. <laughs> yeah, somebody drops popcorn. He picks it up, and then the ref bumps his butt into the tray of drinks. And it is a splash zone it is a it is a farcical like noises off level of drinks on that tray yeah (laughs) that's too many drinks on one tray and she was doing an amazing job yeah she was trying to she's trying to wobble and get no there was no chance so so this is the same concessions lady that lebron ran into and knocked over and then picked up and hugged let's see it ages ago do you have that no way that's the reaction from the crowd Again, that is talk about a loaded tray. Oh my oh gosh. My God, it is and the same lady. She has had a rough year. Oh, and LeBron picks her but up. But she loves this. Oh, She's like she, hugging him. He hugs her. He, she's, he's patting her hair. Yo, you guys have to have this lady on. <laughs> oh my God. We have to find out who, if anyone knows her personally, please connect us. What a what incredible moment she's had this year. Yeah. I mean, part she's of me part of history. My like mean gut reaction was like what is she doing wrong but once i like looked back at everything like it's not during ball play like she's doing everything right Right. she's just doing her job she's doing her job and the real villain of that video is the idiot who dropped the popcorn that made her slightly move to the left (laughs) yeah the the ref it's like you can't get on the ref for trying to save the tray like yeah the only thing he's got to do is make sure that he doesn't slip and fall that's like his only job yeah i mean yeah, I think it was it was it was mostly funny just because of the sheer amount of liquid that she was holding. <laughs> it <laughs> splashed it, everywhere. It was a splash zone. It was like, yeah. oh my, you had sixteen drinks on this tray. That yeah, was so doing? many drinks. It looked like a waterfall coming down. All uh, drinks should be in sippy cups in the first row. Like, I, agree. I don't know why if they can do that at the fucking opera. Yeah. Why don't they do that at basketball games? Hundred percent. All right, let's watch Russell Westbrook. Let's let's look at the original tech. The first tech? Yeah. Leading the NBA. He, uh, hits it's, Damian Lee. Maybe hey, let's a watch let's watch it again. It was lagging a bit. Leading the NBA. I mean, he sell, it looked like he hit him in the chest in and the he hit any chest. Yeah. That seemed a little little the, floppy. The front of him. Um okay, and then we've got the next clip. And having words with uh, Jordan Poole as well. Okay. They're getting heated here. The Rockets and the Warriors. and the I didn't see who they assigned it to. I think it was to Wiggins is so cute. He's just like, Clay's here. Clay's ripped, man. Why is he? Clay's high as hell. Why is he over at the Warriors bench? Yeah, Russ is at the Warriors bench just like talking shit with them. Oh. Oh my God. The I'm refs gonna, are getting riled up. I'm gonna be honest. I'm on Russ's side for this whole thing. Be- Fuck you, Warriors. <laughs> I mean, this is me as a Cavs fan, so I'll be. I want to say that first and foremost. <laughs> I always hate the Warriors and always will. But that, like, you guys are losing by forty. Yeah. Like, and you're trying to body up on Russ, who's like, who's on the secret fantastic, like probably one of the best tears of his career. Right. Just like decided to stop jacking up threes and is shooting like 50% from the field. And mm-hmm. the Rockets are kind of tight because of it. 
Yeah. Jordan Poole, like Kevon Looney. No, I don't. Not for a second. Like all of you. <laughs> I do. You're the worst team in the league. That if he got a tech for that first move, I, I couldn't really see it, but it didn't really look like he hit him. He that Russ hit um, Jordan Poole. I feel like up 40, even the refs are kind of like we can assign this to him and it's not going to come back on us as much because yeah. it's this is like the stakes are, are lower seemingly here. Better to separate everyone. Yeah. Let's see Russ's response to this. Uh, I'm put in a position now that I'm not allowed to really do much. Um, obviously, I'm an emotional guy, but uh, if you watch the clip, obviously I hit leave, but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, I'm going to glass. He got hit. He said something to me. I said something to him. Um, I'm standing there. Guy comes, snatch the ball in my hand. Guys come running to me. I didn't move. Uh, but I'm always the one that gets painted to be the bad guy. I agree. Yeah. He really gets a bad rap. And he, all he does is try so hard. So everyone just assumes because he has a level of aggression in the way that he plays, that he's punished for it in a way that's not related to actually what's happening. I mean, I think he's talking shit too. He yeah. has an aggression in the way that he plays, but he's also talking crazy shit, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. but like but Patrick I don't Beverly think talks they should a ton come of shit to him. and yeah. everyone's like, oh, Russ, attitude problem. It's very... But Patrick Beverly... Or Russ talks shit about Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah, and they should. Yeah. I hope they fight. <laughs> like, I mean, they've had a long-standing thing now. I just think the 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 war, it doesn't matter who shit talks you, you can't like step up to someone. Probably true. Unless it's, you know, like if it's like a fan being racist or something, it's like, okay, I kind of get those situations, but like, yeah, I think I'm also sympathetic because Russ is always the one in like a Utah or a Denver or some fat white guy is clearly saying something that like he would not say to his face. If he like wasn't, you know, in a public space like that. Um, So I'm a little sympathetic to kind of Russ whenever someone's shit talking him. Yeah. I mean, he gets a lot. I mean, he, he puts out that energy and he gets it back. And, um, you know, I, I like watching him play a lot. I think he's, he's been a ton of fun to watch the last couple months. Yeah. He really has. My only thing is I wish I could hear what they were saying. Same. I want to have mics. This is the next level of league pass. Yeah. If you, I would pay $500 and I want to hear everything. Don't, everything. don't, um, find them if they swear or anything, Nothing. just let them do their normal thing. And I get to hear their All shit talking. Yeah. Does that happen in the like VR version? Do you guys know? I don't think Have you so. done the VR? No, but we should, we should try it on the just show. Get some Oculuses in here. Yeah. yeah but like, it seems like you should be able to, right? If the, if there's like a camera set up there it feels like the camera and the sound are, are, are probably separate. separate the sound feels like it mostly <laughs> comes from the um from the announcer's table i don't know how i mean maybe this is just my age but i feel like those vr things make me claustrophobic the couple times i've done it i get motion sickness i cannot I, do yeah, that i have issues with that too yeah not for us we're old <laughs> We're old. We like things in the flesh. Yeah. 2D only, please. That's right. <laughs> 2D or real life only here. <laughs> Today, we watched the Dallas Mavericks at the Atlanta Hawks on February 22nd. Let's meet the boys. 
let's meet the boys. That's right, baby. Well, great group of guys. On the Dallas Mavericks. I hate it. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Mark Cuban, who is the owner of the Mavericks, for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> featured in the crowd of tonight's game. Yeah. Um, all right, starters, we have Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, <laughs> Seth Curry, and Jalen Brunson. Off the bench, DeLon Wright, J.J. Barea, Boban, Marjanovic, who did not play at all. Not a lot, yeah. Uh, and then head coach Rick Carlisle. And then on the Hawks, <laughs> <laughs> we have starters Cam Reddish, John Collins, Dwayne Dedman, Kevin Herter, and Trey Young. Don't hurt her. <laughs> Sorry, I went in too late. <laughs> and the be- off the bench, we had um, Travion Graham, Bruno Fernando, and Vince Carter. Head coach, cutie Lloyd Pierce. He is a cutie. Oh, He's yeah. a handsome. We gave him our Eastern Conference cutie coach award. Yeah, great looking man, very shiny head. He looked great. His his outfit was great. Loved yeah. it. Where's it? Where's the suit nicely? Yeah. Their mascot is Harry the Hawk. He was very active very in this active. home game. Yes, he was. <laughs> All right, let's get into the game. Let's play some basketball! So, um, calling this game, we had uh, Bob Rathbun and Dominic Wilkins. And Bob Rathbun, ha- Rathbun has the like a very traditional, like high pitched announcer's voice. I would put him in there with like the Pelicans guy, the Jazz guy, the Portland guy, just like very classic <laughs> yeah. regional play by play dude. Trey Young pulling up for the three. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I can't do it as well, but man, it was <laughs> it was good. It was nice. <laughs> Um, so before the game started, Trey Young got an award for, um, community service or something. I can't remember what it was called, but Dikembe Mutombo was there to like give him the award along with two people from Kaiser Permanente because he donated a ton of money to pay for people's medical bills, um, in Atlanta, which was really cool. Should we give cutie of the week to Trey Young? Yeah, we should. That's pretty much cutie behavior. Super cutie. Textbook cutie behavior. Paying off a bunch of medical bills. Also, yeah. runner up to Dikembe Mutombo, who throughout this game was flashed to and seemed like he was more invested than some of the Hawks players, actually, <laughs> yeah. in the, the outcome of this game. He was very, very invested. He was showing all the emotions where he was like, you know, concerned, like yeah, that when, when they were kind of like down or something. He was like, <gasps> and then like he was excited, like cheering. It was so great to watch him watch a game. It was cute. He was fun. <laughs> um, so, right off the bat, uh, Taylor Brunson falls on his shoulder. Yeah, like 90 seconds in. Yeah. It was like immediately as the game started, um, he, and and like hurt his shoulder pretty badly. He tried to do a free throw, couldn't, and then was out for the rest of the game. 
It was sad. And they were down to nine dudes then or eight dudes. Right. Because because Luca and Chris Dobbs Porzingis were both not playing. (laughs) Rape of friends. We sometimes (laughs) refer to them as on (laughs) Airbus. Oh, man. (laughs) Not ours. Not our original one, but still fun to say still. Very funny. Um, Yeah, I was I was sad to see Luca not playing, but he was still being a cutie on the bench. He was. He was dressed in a little suit. He was smiling. It's cool that him and Trey have that dynamic now especially because they were traded for each other it would have been nice to see them play together because they're just cute together did you watch the uh, celebrity or not the rising the rising Rising stars yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it was fun it was great and i i was hoping we'd get a little bit more of that sure you know but you know what what are you gonna do it's a long season you gotta rest up you gotta rest those tiny little latvian arms (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty big okay i know i know uh, i know can you imagine being near those arms i mean he doesn't look big on the court can i ever (laughs) (laughs) tell me tell me about my dream (laughs) yeah let's go back to talking about my dreams (laughs) um but yeah he was cheering he was super uh into the game as well well christops kind of looked like he was just chilling out he was like had his (laughs) his very tight like gelled haircut. Ugh. Every time I see Kristaps, I think he's just thinking about where he's going after the game. Mm. Oh yeah, he was giving me like Patrick Bateman vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that kind of feels good, that way to me. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Also, at one point, you were like, "Is he wearing foundation?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked Couldn't like he was tell. wearing makeup. I feel like he his skin doesn't know what to do with like the Dallas heat. Mm. I. I don't know where Latvia is on a map. I'll be honest, but I imagine there's not a lot as much sun as there is in Dallas. Can't be. No, can't be. It's got to be hotter in Dallas. It's yeah. I, why? Listen, they'll be feisty in the playoffs, I guess, but they're out a lot. There was a lot of them out. Yeah. yeah. And then immediately lost someone. Yeah. Right. Easily, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And all of a sudden JJ Bray is like, Oh shit. Yeah. I have to play 40 minutes in this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm four for eight yeah. and I need to carry this game on my back. <laughs> and he's like in his thirties, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah. Also there's Boban who's not going to contribute. No much, you know, big boy. Big I, couldn't, to rest. Yeah. I couldn't believe they only played in him like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And he was good when he was on the floor, but also on every, everyone on Atlanta's team is like, six eight and kind of plays the same position yeah. i feel like with they cam reddish really need... and dwayne deadman and yeah. john collins they're all kind of like different variations of the same yeah not great player right so so the mavericks were up for the whole first half yeah um, by like a good like a dozen or so I'd yeah say. yeah i would say the smallest gap was 10 points and it was usually more than 10 points for the first half um Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. was playing well, yeah. getting shots. So is Seth Curry, the better Curry. <laughs> he also like I feel like I like to see him succeed. Yeah. yeah. When I see him getting court time and like actually playing well, it's like mm-hmm. this is so cool. I love yeah. it. I love that. We we both like Steph too. Um yeah. I can't make a decision on better curry unless I um you know, spend a weekend with both of them. Sure. Just well, really the whole family. Just really compare <laughs> yeah, apples to apples there. Exactly. I want to hang out with Dell, you know? I, yeah. Uh, we did talk about this too. Seth really looks like Dell. He does. He looks yeah. like He's like got Del. the Dell face. And I also did say that I would kiss Dell if you his did. wife was okay with it. A cuck situation? Well, 
maybe all three of us are just hanging out. That's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's very pretty. Okay. Okay. That's fine. You know, I'm not saying this will happen, yeah, but you are. Yeah, you I, are. it is on First revision step board. is putting it into the universe. Yeah. So consider this the right track. Um, they did this like little, we were watching the Atlanta feed and we were watching it um, without commercials so that we saw the Jumbotron stuff. And we, there was this little thing they played where it's like, can you guess if the Nintendo 64 came out before or after <laughs> Vince Carter was drafted? And it just felt like a big fuck you to Vince Carter. Yeah, like, it was you like, look at this old. dusty old motherfucker. Until he thought it was after too. And it turned out it was before. Wow. <laughs> it was they, the year before. Not a gamer, I guess. They could actually play that game with some of the people on the Hawks. Did this Hawk come out before Vince Carter was drafted? Because there's like six guys on the team who were like probably like born, born when he was in the league oh yes. my god yeah did this hawk come yeah. out Cam come Reddish. out of a vagina yes come out of a vagina <laughs> did this hawk hatch before yes. was cam reddish hatched before or after vince carter was right. in the league because cam reddish is 20 so that means he was born in 2000 is that true Oh my 1999, god! 1999 maybe 2000 i graduated high school in 2000 Wow. Do the math, people. Do the math. Fucking old. 89. She's 26. All right. I'm 26 years old. (laughs) Um, This was the first time that Agata and I had really seen maxi clubber oh oh maxi i was a kleber <laughs> i was like well i mean i've i've seen him but i didn't really notice him until this game he's really gotten to shine arms. with dwight powell ripping his achilles mm. yeah i think yeah now that he's out there and i was like who's this guy yeah. he's hot first of all a cutie yeah so, yes well I, we don't know if he's a cutie because we don't know anything about him other than he's hot he is hot but he plays plays a good game. Okay. Def, def, uh, protects the rim nicely. Hits three pointers. Yeah, feels like a modern NBA gentleman. Yeah, and he a great seems, role player to Luca. He seems nice. Yeah, so far I like what I see. I'm just saying I don't want to you know stamp support. him a cutie yeah. until you've done some vetting. Got it. Got to Google. We we learned that the hard <laughs> oh way my by God. putting our deck together <laughs> for the Podstar Weekend show. We were like, oh no. Yeah, we we're like, oh, we should. We just started googling the name of the player and controversy. That's yeah. smart. And, and some we, shit. Came we had to, to the get. Service. We had to take Paul George out of there. Woo! <laughs> I mean, look. Some people are like worse than others. Yeah. But some yeah. controversies are worse than others. I should say. But we um, all have to decide where the line is. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Totally. Um, I did think you know that Dallas is looking very white. Mm. as a team overall sneakily white i feel like there is some kind of like mark cuban aryan dallas vibe there (laughs) totally unsubstantiated i might say i mean it just it felt like overwhelmingly white i mean obviously i know luca and porzingis are like the two stars but like the rest of the team too yeah Yeah, jj brea's just had carte blanche on that team for 36 years I like the term carte blanche um, to mean just like super white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the white card. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like, carte blanche all over this place. Yeah. Now we've got Kleber. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Dwight Powell's kind of white. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe that's. he's. There was another guy out there tonight. I mean. I'm just saying is like, what's going on, Mark Cuban? It's, what are you building over suspicious. here? What are you building? <laughs> it is a little like, uh, yeah, Hitler's youth vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the only thing that puts a dent into it is that Luca is incredible. Yeah. 
and also speaks like 17 languages. Right. And so, it's like very, very nice. Underrated moment of the NBA season was when they played in Mexico City oh and Luca did his post game yeah. in just perfect Spanish because he love him. grew up in Spain. And so that was, was like, that is like, that's how this game gets more international is moments like that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like, that was just so cool. Like a Latvian dude in Mexico repping the NBA. It's, that was awesome. That was really cool. He's a perfect angel. <laughs> he really is. So much. He's an adorable muppet baby michael jordan yeah <laughs> i love him oh um at one point the classics crew came out these um ladies of a certain age I, what age i don't know but They're, they were the older age ladies. of the woman who was inspired the movie the blind side that's what they are <laughs> yes, they yeah. all had like that age of yeah. like and they were dancing their little hearts out at one point twerking like putting their yeah. butts out there um they had cool space shoes on and i can't remember which one of you said it but one of you was like i just imagine like their kids like watching them (laughs) yeah just like just like the kids in the crowd being like yeah go mom and (laughs) it's like a 58 year old woman just like twerking i imagine them like making pasta sauce and then like their kid coming in to like say they're done with their homework and their mom's just like slow-mo twerking (laughs) in the middle of the kitchen (laughs) It's like leaving their son traumatized like mom what oh my god i thought you said dinner was ready <laughs> no i like the sound of that at one point they showed some guys hanging in the budweiser like zone oh, yeah. drinking buds and like wearing cool clothes and then there was kind of maybe i didn't hear the explanation but there was kind of no explanation it's just like budweiser sponsor they look like migos like stand-ins yeah <laughs> And then at the end of the second quarter, these kids came out to do this like singing competition. And this little girl, the first girl is singing, <laughs> let it go and just keeps doing the splits. <laughs> and she's singing. The singing's very off. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like four seconds off. <laughs> from what's, Singing the wrong words. Yeah. And she just keeps doing the splits. Yeah. She probably did the splits six times in 25 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> let it go let it go just like jumping up and oh my god yeah she pretty much just said let it go she was like let it go let it go let it go (laughs) yeah i mean you know i was impressed because i cannot do the splits like that and i wish i could with that ease it was it did feel like a little i've been going to gymnast class uh, you know it was leaning on that Yeah. yeah not leaning on the singing no so i give her a b Oh, I give her an A because I want to <laughs> be able to do that. And she made it look easy. She did make the splits look easy. Yeah. <laughs> Harry the Hawk gave all three of the kids little Harry the Hawk dolls. So Harry, they all won. And also Harry the Hawk was being very momagery yes. in that. He was like cutting them off and yeah. shuffling the kids around. He gave the last girl like extra time too, it and was, like made her sing acapella. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little intense. I feel like you don't want your mascot being the handler yeah in any situation right. you always want someone who's like a team member totally hanging out yeah. with oh, we know that from chuck the condor putting his <laughs> ear in a vet or finger in a veteran's ear oh my god <laughs> chuck the condor sometimes i will take screenshots on my tv or laptop when mascots are with the veterans because oh it god, does yes. just feel so disrespectful disrespectful and dark in a yeah. way where i'm like 
feel like there should be like a conference at the play- the owners meeting be like, hey guys, yeah. can we stop having just like stop like, farting on yeah. the like <laughs> yeah. Can Grizz uh, in Memphis stop like giving a noogie to the guy who just came back from two tours back to back? Like, can we stop that, please? Like, feel- just have the hype team do it. Yeah, just have the dancers do it. Like- or also like Grizz wearing like an American bandana. Oh my feels god, a little uh, patronizing. Yeah. Um, so we end the first half, uh, 66 to 58. The Mavs are just killing it. And then the halftime show is K-Camp um, singing his there. I don't know if it's one man or not. Hits. One of what? One it is hit. just that one guy. It just hits. Yeah, yeah but he it, had... One man hits. <laughs> he had his little like DJ who we called friend of K-Camp. <laughs> and then he sings his hit lottery and guess who comes out? Renegade, Renegade, Renegade. Jelia, I think I'm saying her name right, Hammond, or Harmon, who um, invented the Renegade dance, comes out and is dancing, and we were just like so excited. Yeah, it was great. She's on a world tour right now. Yeah. She really is. She's finally getting her spotlight. I love it. I'm so glad she's getting the recognition that she deserves. I did call TikTok Tic Tac. <laughs> I will out myself here. You didn't have to. But I listen. We all enjoyed it. It was, I'm an old man. It was a I laughed very hard. hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, from the Tic Tac, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Well, you know, we're all getting up there. It's happening one way or another. That's the goal, you know? Get I as far, far up as you can. I mean, I followed your Tic Tac with, I don't really get just watching dances all day. <laughs> um, so then the beginning of the second half, um, I don't know why. Maybe they got an inspirational speech or something, but the Hawks start popping off. It made sense just from a fact of... Michael Secret Stuff. They they drank some of Michael Secret Stuff. (laughs) Michael Secret Stuff was, hey, like four of the best Mavs are are not playing in this game. Can we just exert a little bit of energy here and we might be able to get this shit together? Right. Because it was like a 10-ish point game the whole first half and then... The third quarter, they started to kind of just... It, they never got the lead, but it still felt like, all right, they they're two possessions away. They would and then fall, and then get close, and then fall. Yeah, and, and Seth would like hit a three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the crowd at one point was like holding up big heads of like Kevin Herter and Trey... Don't hurt her. <laughs> Kevin, Agata. don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. Agata cannot stop saying that. <laughs> um, but then we were like, oh, we should get like a big head yeah. to post on the yeah. wall in my kitchen. And then I was like, who's the funniest person that we could do that of? And I don't know. Maybe you guys have a suggestion. Kevin Herter's funny because he actually has a super tiny head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like when you look at him run, you're like, you're, why does your head look like it should be on someone who's five foot six, 108 pounds? He has a baby face <laughs> yeah. too. Like his head's small and he looks so young. Who would you would you want someone would you want it to be like ironic? Yeah, I think so. Well, part of me thinks well, like it would be your wall, so you get yeah, to decide. Yeah, that's also. <laughs> I do have to live here. Yeah, too. like I don't want to be like every morning. You're like, ah, <laughs> like who I is that? I bring like this will never happen, but you know, I bring like a romantic uh, suitor. Oh my god! More and details. Yes. Who is it? We're Del like, Curry. It's Del Curry. <laughs> it's Del Curry, and we're like. <laughs> kissing at the door and I'm fumbling to like put my keys in the, and then finally I open my door we're kissing and we walk in and my partner is like no thank you you have a giant 
Kevin Herter. Or Kevin Herter head on Don't Noah. hurt her. <laughs> don't hurt her. If it's Kevin Herter, like looking at him, kind of like a Mm-mm, like a teaching mom, like I'm watching her. you. Don't break her heart, please. <laughs> I do like the idea of having Bobon. I think that would be cute. Bobon's a great one. It'd be like yeah. inspirational. It's a universal bit. too. <laughs> Even if you don't know basketball, you're like, well, this guy looks adorable. (laughs) Yeah, that's cute. But I don't know if you Kelly Oubre classic. I can't have that when I'm making out with someone too, because then they'll just start kissing my horny. They'll get too horny, and I'll get too horny when we're recording. (laughs) Trying to think, get it. So not too horny, but also cute enough where you're like, I'm enjoying looking at this every time. It's hard. It's a hard man. That's a sliver in there. Mm -hmm. You really gotta. If any listeners have any ideas, please let us know. Hi, I feel like someone down. liked Tim Hardaway Jr. almost, mm. where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, cutie. he's nice. But that's not enough name recognition. Yeah. Kyle Lowry? Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry, Gabe. Good one. Kyle Lowry doing an impression of someone. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Uh, you know, great group of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Lowry, like, looking exacerbated at a ref. Yeah. For missing like a charge call. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Pascal Siakam would be a good one too. Yeah. He would be good. He would be like, it would be like, hi, old friend. <laughs> That's what I would say every morning. <laughs> Hello, friend. <laughs> All right. So moving into the fourth quarter. So we, the fourth quarter was bananas. Yeah. Really was. And, and Peter, you called it. You were like, Trey's about to pop off. It just felt like the you ga- could feel the magic in the air. You could feel that you could feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and Dallas did, didn't have the manpower to separate from this team. Mm-hmm. They were kind of undersized. You can't pay Maxi Kleba for like forty minutes Kleba. a game. But I thought it, he they should have put him in a little bit more. To be honest, yeah. it did kind of feel like a game where Dallas did not really give a shit. Yeah, like they were like, all right, we're you know we're not playing anyone, so it doesn't really matter. But um yeah the hometown energy started to pop off the crowd in the arena was going wild yeah shouts to cam reddish too who did have like 20 first half points Mm -hmm. he did at one point he stole the ball and ran back to their um basket no one was around him he did a big dunk it was was super fun nice to see him pop off he is very very young and that's the thing about the hawks too is like they have it's like they have no direction at all sometimes, but also their guys are all under 23. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you judge this? Like, yeah. I don't know. They're not consistent. And I think it's because they're young. Yeah. yeah. Like when when that team matures a little bit, they're going to be great. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what they do with John Collins because he's going to want the max, whether it's this year or next year. And I don't know if they give it to him. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. But Trey, they got back into it for sure. Yeah. Trey Young was just, he was great. He was, he, he was did some off. deep threes. He was doing deep threes. He did a fun little layup. He, he's at one point, so fun to watch when he's hot. He did a deep three and fell backwards and l- was like laying on the court and did his little shivering arm rub thing. Yeah. Missed the four point play actually on that. Yeah. Then he missed the free throw after that. Yeah. But he was, you know, he, he does this like, because his nickname is Ice Tray. Mm-hmm. And he does like a, ooh, I'm cold. Ooh. It's so cold. And then as he's doing that, Dikembe Mutombo stood up with his arms out. Again, like, number one Hawks fan, <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo. Him, uh, Trey, Dame, and Steph all spread the floor so much because they're so far behind the three-point line. 
that when they get to the hoop, sometimes it looks like no one is around them by miles and miles because they've spread everyone else so much. Yeah, it's very impressive to watch. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. also had a couple deep threes, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough. Uh, The game ended. It was 107-111. Hawks win. Wow. Yeah. Good game. The Hawks, yeah, they took right at the end, they overtook it and they they crushed it. They did. Um, I should say when we first asked you to come on, we were like, Oh, do you want to watch a Cavs game? And you're like, No, not really. <laughs> I knew they were on a back to back and against Miami, it just would have been like we really would have gotten off topic. And yeah. like, you were re- you were like, Let's watch this game instead and it was a really good it was game. Fun. It was super it was. fun. Yeah. Let's give out some donkeys. So donkeys are awards we give out for arbitrary categories uh, for literally anything that happens in the game or outside of the game or on our couch. Who knows? I want to shout out that the donkeys are unofficially brought to you by probably the 12 white claws we've put down between <laughs> the three of us. We got a little... Listen, it's a, it's a Saturday night Saturday record. Night. You know? Feeling loosey-goosey. Yeah. Party in, in Dunktown Village. Dunktown Village. That's Dunk- right. That's that's what we call um, our neighborhood since we live right by each other. I live in Dunktown Village you too. You do. That's right. I'm in the hood. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It's a it's an honor and a privilege <laughs> just to be you in should, the in the zip code. <laughs> you should come over more. Listen, we should watch some games. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure this out. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna give out some donkeys. Um, Peter, you know the drill. You've you've been on the show, but wait, no, you weren't here when we did it last time. I think time. I missed the donkeys yeah. part. So you had I'll, to run I'll, off to work. We were just talking about yeah, what you a had sad to go deliver pizzas. I did. A, I, I used to. I used to deliver deliver all the pizzas yeah. in, in Dunktown, actually. To that be honest. So, <laughs> um, so uh, we always give out most points, which has to go to the Atlanta Hawks. It has to. Congratulations. It has to. We usually give out best dunk, which I. I'm trying to think of like a memorable dunk from this game. I think it was John Collins. Mm, it was John yeah. Collins or Cam Reddish. Yeah. So John Collins had a couple. One that I'm thinking of where it was like a Trey alley-oop. Mm-hmm. And then... Reddish had the one that you mentioned previously where he kind of got out on the break. Yeah. And threw it down pretty hard. Let's give it to Cam. Okay. I'm He's down. a young boy. He needs the encouragement. He does need some encouragement. Yeah. Um... I would like to give um, best twerking to the classics crew. I think that was without without a doubt. It had to be. No, I didn't see any better twerking. Yeah. I'm going to give uh, number one fan to Dikembe Mutombo. That's perfect. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Makes sense. Gabe, do you have any? Yeah, um, I want to give the biggest crush award. Um, about a year ago, Carl Tart assigned me a crush on the show, and I've never really gotten over him. <laughs> and he was at the game tonight, and it's Boban Marjanovic. Oh, it is. <laughs> so the crush still burns. You stand by your man, Gabe. I stand by my man. All right. He was great in John Wick three Parabellum <laughs> or whatever. I have to see that. I know. I still haven't seen it, man. Um, what else? So I think I want to give, um, actually, you know what? Let's just go to best shoes really quickly because I feel like Trey had some, there were so many good shoes yeah. tonight. They were, the Hawks were wearing their peach tree city oh, uniforms. God. We didn't even mention Which that. were, bl- which are mostly black. But when all of the players were wearing these beautifully colored shoes, they really popped. They really yeah. popped. The Hawks, which was really cool. I mean, we, Anastasia and I are both, um, 
all black clothes people. Yes. You guys um, are. We really are. You rock um, it. So it's, we, a, it's a great base. Thank, thank you so you. much. Oh yeah. Um, I love when a team is playing in a black uniform, and these were fucking great. And they yeah. say Peachtree and Peach, and they have Peach like especially because the honks uniforms the bar is so low for yeah, every other uniform their regular uniforms are disgusting yeah they look like they were designed in like a high school graphics class i agree I, the red and yellow i hate it but these were great the court had a little peach on it in the shape the of a basketball was so good yeah it was cute yeah a little basketball with a little stem on top i loved it so i i guess we should so give i'm gonna give donkey. i'm gonna give best outfits to yeah. the hawks great they deserved it. And then I am going to say um, best court that also makes me think of a butt <laughs> to the Hawks as well. I'm going to say best. Uh, I'm going to give like best trying to Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Because he left New York where he was asked to kind of be a star. And he's really a fantastic role player. He's the perfect kind of player you want with Luca. But he had he scored thirty three points tonight. Yeah. So, and they almost stole this game that they really had no business mm, winning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was really out there limping at the end. So I'm going to give him the donkey for best trying. Great. Um, I just want to give one more donkey. I know this is a lot, but um, best cutie patootie in a suit goes to Luca. <laughs> you mean best cutie patootie in a suitie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah luca has to get one even he, though he was fantastic he just has a smile that I just, just love looking at him same he's such a perfect sweetie pie and then at the end of the game he went up to trey young and they talked and they laughed and they hugged they covered their mouths that's how you know they're friends yeah if you're covering your mouth that's how you know you're a real friend there was another good friendship moment when um I don't remember what had just happened, but something good had just happened. And Trey Young and John Collins were running to the <laughs> other end of the court and they high fived while they were running, but they kind of held hands for it a minute. Like, you know, John was kind of holding Trey's wrist a little bit like so they were they playing were Red Rover. Like, yeah, they were like <laughs> running and holding hands. It was great. It would be really cool if you were at a party with someone that you really liked and you guys just decided to like hold your hands over your mouth like the <laughs> players do. <laughs> And people will be like, what are those cool people talking about? <laughs> they just can't. But we don't want anyone We don't want anyone to lip read from across the room. Um, all right. Who won? Okay. Um, this has to go to... <laughs> Thank you, <Kate. laughs> This has to go to the Hawks. Um, they got one, two, three, four, five, six... <laughs> and the Mavs got three. You pulled the calculator back out. <laughs> so th- so congrats, Hawks. Uh, you did a great job. You won Amazing. the game. Amazing. Um, all right, let's get into our mail basket. Today we have an email from Mitch. He says, Hey y'all. Are you from the South, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> I love it already. Um, I just got my tickets to the final four in Atlanta. Hey. All right. I saw there's a couple Western regional games in LA in late March. You guys should consider going to a game. College is less skilled, but it can still be a good time. I know you typically cover NBA slash WNBA, but it could be fun to spice it up a bit. Love you guys, Mitch. Do you follow college basketball at all? Not one lick. Yeah, we um, don't either. College basketball is definitely nosedived off a cliff in the zeitgeist because of the one and done and because... It's just not as interesting of a game anymore. Mm. And frankly, the players should be around for two or three years. And if you want to go to the NBA, 
you should just be able to go to the NBA. Yeah. So it's really kind of disrupted. It's just not. And also like to watch so many people make so much money off of the literal backs of these players. Right. right. I will say this year in my limited knowledge of college basketball, everyone sucks this year. Like all of the big schools like Duke and North Carolina is like really bad. Really? So this could be a year where a quote unquote mid-major team, like a team from like the Sun Valley Conference or something like that, could actually win the tournament. That's like, this cool. could be an interesting year only because someone like a Wichita State or mm-hmm. like, you know, Gonzaga is kind of a powerhouse now, but some of these teams that you wouldn't necessarily think of. So if you did go to some regional games, I would just recommend going to like teams that you maybe haven't. Woo! white claw down uh, <laughs> that you haven't heard of before so those are usually the fun teams because those are the teams that have been playing together for four years and they really move well and mm. pass the ball well more so than like the unc's or the kansas's or something like that i think like i i i think it would be super fun to go to one of these games in la um but it does seem like last year with zion being so like zion was almost to like LeBron level anticipation. Right. And I, I feel like there's just not anyone else. Yeah. Like last that. year, jaw too. Yeah. Jaw was too, really a big true. deal. This is supposed to be according to people who know, uh, not a great draft class. Yeah. Really? And I think this has been a bit of a downer of a year, but I will say those college environments are really fun to go to because you get one ticket and then you get to watch two to three games in a row. You can watch two games in a yeah. row. Mm. Because they're just like shuffling them off and getting the other team on. And then the stadium is kind of divided up into quadrants of colors of like mm. where the people are coming from. So I'd I say it's of, definitely worth the trip. I feel like where is it? Where do they do it? Uh, probably, it's probably Staples. Okay. Because they play the games all over the country. Mm. Yeah. We can look into it and yeah. see. I feel like it might be a, a kind of summer league feel where you're like, oh, these might be the like next, you know, we'll, we'll kind of like see who we like and they might be the next, you know. It's college in a good way, but then it's also dirty because, you know, like AT&T's advertising all of it and like the NCAA is making money. I'm glad the system is going to change, which mm. is good. Because yeah. Already in California, they signed that law. That, yeah. Um, it's kind of forced the NCAA's hand. Exactly. Totally. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mitch, for yeah, thanks, Mitch. submitting this suggestion. Um, if you guys want to send us something, you can always email us at hi at dunk.town or leave us a message on our cutie hotline. It's 903-420-DUNK. And as always, tell us about your teams, your favorite players, anything we missed. Peter, thank you so much for being here. Guys, thank you so much for having me. It was what so fun joy. having what you. What a treat. Is we there should, anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, just listen to Dunktown on the live Podstar Weekend episode of Airbuds. Yeah. We, uh, you guys were awesome. Gabe thank was you. awesome. And uh, we'll do it again next year in Indianapolis, hopefully. Oh, my God. Everyone should listen to Airbuds as well. Um, you guys are great group of guys. We have great a lot group of fun. Guys. Jamel Johnson, <laughs> Mike Benner, um, and... Uh, yeah, you guys are so nice and I would, supportive. Yeah, I'd say if you guys are the Butts podcast, we we probably bring it with the dicks. So <laughs> it's like we, we love to talk about the play. Is it in Indianapolis? I thought it was Salt Lake City. Yeah, we were just wrong the whole time. <laughs> it's Indianapolis and next All Stars in Indianapolis 2021, Cleveland 2022, and Salt Lake 2023. Okay. Well, well, we'll be at all three. Listen, let's go, all guys. All we're going to all the All Star games. I've never been to Indiana, but let's do it. I think it'd be fun. It'll be cold. Ooh. Mm. We'll freeze our <laughs> little butts off. Jacket or something. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, Peter. Um, thank you to all of you guys for listening. As always, 
Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. 